This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's welcome aboard right now Corey Chavis, uh, CBS Sports College football analyst, founder of DraftNasty.com. Uh, hey, Corey, Taz of the Moose with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this morning. What's up, Corey? Yeah, how y'all doing, man? What's Corey, going on? how are you? How's everything? Good morning. Oh, I, I, I was about to say, I was like, did I say something wrong? No, no. <laughs> no, we lost you. I, I, I guess we don't know if we had a bad connection or what was going on. We got uh, you now, though. We're good, man. Uh, cool. Yeah, no problem, man. How y'all been doing, fellas? We've good, been good. good. good We've been man. good. Hopefully you're doing well, too. Um, and you do great work, and we love chatting with you, Corey, and, and talk a little college football with you. Yeah, when... Uh, you know, right now, with the way that – and he's obviously the overwhelming favorite to win the Heisman Trophy. You know, is Joe Burrow the best quarterback prospect in the country? I don't think you can make that conclusion. I, I do believe that what he's done this year has put himself in an unbelievable position, and he has all the tools that uh, all the next level of uh, evaluators want to see. Um, I, I think there's a lot of competition out there still for him uh, for the number one spot. I know people – have questioned maybe how much of a true alpha dog Justin Herbert is, right? But, you know, I've seen him play in person, and I've seen how his teammates uh, kind of respond to him. I don't know that he's the leader and has the moxie maybe that a Burrow has, but at the end of the day, I still think that there uh, are avenues of success for both quarterbacks at the next level in terms of early, being early-round picks. Uh, talking about Loa, uh, certainly still one of the better placement passers available and you're going to have to weigh that. And then what Jalen Hurts has done, and, and I'm leaving out some guys as, as well, but those are just some of the names that come to mind right. Uh, right off the bat. Certainly Jordan Love from Utah State hasn't had the year many expected. But when I watched the LSU film uh, from earlier this year, I, I thought he still showed pretty much everything you want to see in an NFL starter. You know, Corey, when you say uh, is one of the better placement passers, explain. Well, I think I'll give you an example. Uh, last week, when uh, there was a it was a slant route potentially that uh, you saw Jerry Judy drop, and it was man coverage, and and basically you got the guy on your outside shoulder, and he puts it right to the inside hip away from uh, the defender, where you actually could continue to run. And the same thing he did later on on a post route, and then. When he ran a, a, a corner route, which is a route that kind of is an, maybe in an arrow formation and out to the sideline uh, for you know, our listeners uh, in the end zone, he threw the ball towards the actual end, the sideline marker where really only he could catch it. And he does those things on a regular basis. For me, with him, it's just durability. I, I think that's the big question as well as his size. Uh, great breakdown right there, Corey. So let me ask you, man, if the draft was right now, tonight, hypothetically, right? You know, as far as the quarterback position, uh, who's the first quarterback that goes? Is it Burrow? Is it is it Hurts? Is it Tua? Is it is it Jake Fromm? Is it Eason? Is it Love? Who would you say your one and two would be right now if the draft was tonight for quarterback? Well, definitely not Eason. I, I definitely think he should go back. I think he has one more year. But uh, in terms, of, and I and I do like him too. I thought that was a great another good name you brought up. Right. But right. Let's look at. Cincinnati, right? They will be the team picking first, and I believe that sometimes uh, 
coaches have a tendency to draft guys within the mold of the last guy they just drafted. And I think probably the guy that's the closest really to Ryan Finley, but maybe some people will consider an upgrade, would probably be Burrow. I think he fits uh, what Taylor wants to do mm. um, in terms of that system. And I'm saying that, you know, I believe that he should get, you know, every opportunity to come back regardless of their record and put right, his system right. in place. Right, right. I think Burrow uh, would, would, would actually fit their system best. And I think what we keep hearing with all these quarterbacks in the NFL is system, right? I think Burrow fits their system best. Uh, we're talking to Corey Chavis, uh, college uh, football analyst for CBS Sports DraftNasty.com. Corey, is Chase Young the best college football player in America? I think he has been this year. I, I, you know, you want to see him still develop. I think a lot of people, I, I've seen him play in person as well, and, and it was actually his freshman year. And it, you know, and it was good to see him in that game because you had Tyquan Lewis out there, you had Nick Bosa, you had so many, you had two other homes and, and, and basically a number of other defensive linemen that are draft uh, that, that got drafted, and he stood out. And, and it wasn't so much. It's one of those situations you see him right away. And you say, okay, who's that? And so he's that kind of prospect. Uh, I definitely want to see him enhance this uh, fast rush variety. Um, and, and I think, you know, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how he says in terms of comparing him to the clownies and guys like that because um, it, that's going to be an interesting case study for me because when he came out of high school, he didn't run real well. Mm. Uh, Corey, so you mentioned a little while ago, right, we were sitting here chatting, and you were mentioning about um, Tua's durability. So uh, concerns over his health, I mean, like going forward once he's – once he's playing on Sundays, I mean, once as 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 NFL teams evaluate him, I mean, you know, does the offseason give him that time? Obviously, it's going to give him that time to kind of recover and get his body back 100. But still, you know what I mean? Like, do you feel like, like he could get that stigma? Or does he have it kind of a little bit already of, I don't want to say he's injury prone, but you kind of know where I'm going. I mean, speak on that so a little you're, bit. You're deep. going in the right direction. Yeah, I know. I hate to say it because he's such a young guy. You know, I hate saying it. You know, you don't want to see that, right? You know? No, you don't. But one thing I can guarantee most of your listeners, and you've got a lot of them, and I think the one thing about it, most of them want to know, what is durability, right? You know, why is people talk about that? Because don't worry about that. He won't get hurt. You're telling me that a kid who got hurt in college is not going to suddenly become healthy at the next level. It's the number one thing I evaluate. I mean, because I don't want to be somebody who says, okay, well, I'm looking at all these kids and I'm smarter than science. Right, right. And science says if you get hurt, there's a large probability, particularly if you get surgery. You know, that's one of the reasons why I never wanted to get surgery when I'm playing. I was going to do whatever it took to stay on the field without going under the knife. Once you get cut on... I mean, we Changes got one person on this call who knows all about that type of stuff. Once you get surgery, you're going to probably have it again. It's inevitable that when you get injured, the probability rises tenfold. You know, Corey, you know, covering college football for CBS Sports, everything you do with the draft, you know, and, and the latest college football playoff rankings, uh, you know, came out earlier in the week. Yeah, and, and you're around the college game, and, and you do a fantastic job at what you do, and you know it backwards and forwards. What's the be- Who's the best team in college football right now? Well, uh, I, really, man, I, I think a lot of people will point to the LSU victory and say that they're the best team. The best team is Clemson. And until you show me that you can beat Clemson, 
then I'm, that's who I'm going with. I, I said that earlier this year to somebody, and I was saying I actually like the North Carolina win. They like, wait a minute, you like the win over North Carolina? Yeah, I do. North Carolina beat South Carolina in the first game of the season. Guess what? South Carolina beat Georgia in Athens. I mean, so we can't just start determining what wins we like and we don't like. Sometimes it's about, you know, maybe picking out some of those common opponents. But for me, I think Clemson top to bottom, I like seeing teams have close games. Um, I like the fact that Alabama came back a week ago. Um, I, I think the fact that Oregon lost a tough game to Auburn shouldn't be shouldn't, – you shouldn't put that against them. You know, that game came right down to the uh, Hail Mary at the end. So uh, I think Utah and Tyler Huntley is – is incredible on third down, best third down quarterback in the nation. Nobody's talking about him, and their defense is tremendous. But if I had to say the best team top to bottom, um, it would be Clemson. The best team that has played so far this year has been Ohio State. And I went to the Penn State-Minnesota game a week ago. Minnesota's better than people think. Mm. I was just going to ask you about Minnesota, man, because they moved up to that eighth spot. And, you know, I mean, they're sitting 9-0, and and, man, they're, they're, I've never seen them play live. I'm, I, I'm interested to hear your breakdown a little more. I mean, you think they could win out here, obviously, and then move up even further? Actually, I don't. I, I, think, I think they're going to have some hiccups down on head. Hey, they may have a hiccup this week. I think they play Iowa. They play so, Iowa at I, Iowa. I, Iowa's yeah. tough at Kinnick, too. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Yeah. And they, they're going to have a tremendous challenge because, I don't know how as, as impressive as their line was a week ago, which I felt like was a surprise of the game to me. Their offensive line, mammoth. They got a four hundred pound, uh, you know, tackle Jeez. who has light on his feet. I mean, they've got some pretty. Their offensive line shocked me last week, to be quite frank, because mm. I came to watch the Penn State defensive line. Right, and their offensive yeah. line kind of bullied them at times. Um, and and they really Tanner Morgan played outstanding. Uh, the best player on the field was Rashad Bateman, but. I really believe overall when it comes down to it, that's going to be the big question for them is the line on the the defensive line. I didn't think Penn State's offensive line played its best game a week ago. Um, That will be what's interesting to me watching them moving forward, their defensive line and and really the overall lack of size there. And Corey will be on the uh, South Florida and Cincinnati game on Saturday night, 7 o'clock Eastern time on CBS Sports Network. Corey, curious because it's a huge matchup because they're undefeated in the Big 12, and we know the Big 12 doesn't play a lot of defense, but – but what about the job that Matt Rule has done with Baylor as they get set to take on if, – and if they beat Oklahoma and Texas next couple of weeks, I mean, they're going to go – there's going to be a precipitous jump in the in those uh, CFP polls. But what about the job that Rule's done in Baylor? Man, he's, done a, he's done a tremendous job. And, and then once again, I, I love your point about the defense and the lack thereof in the Big 12 because the best defense in the Big 12 is Baylor's. You know what I'm saying? Well, after TCU um, – so and and those teams are you know roughly ranked in twenty third, thirty first nationally in defense. But but Baylor's defense is is going to really present a different challenge, I believe, for for Jalen Hurts. I mean, think back a couple of weeks ago against Kansas State. Um, I think mean, they just really lost a time possession battle in that game. Uh, I think that's one of the things that's going to be important for Baylor is being able to run the football. Offensively, they, they they've been kind of struggling a little bit. I thought Charlie Brewer would. Um, take the next step. I really like him as a quarterback in terms of being able to control the game. Uh, he's a guy that's, that late in the game, though, you want the ball in his hands. Uh, I believe he's a, a, a underrated player. And with their, they really have one of the better NFL prospects at receiver and Mims. I'd be interested to see how Oklahoma matches there. But 
when these two teams played a year ago, man, it, it, it was it was really not close. Uh, 66-33. Um, we're going to find out a lot about how much Baylor has improved defensively under Phil Snow uh, this Saturday. You know, Corey, uh, you know, final one for you. When, as you're going through all your stuff that you do and watching all as much college football as you do, if you look ahead to next April in the NFL draft, it all depends obviously on, on you know, what juniors come out and underclassmen and the like. But, you know, is this is this draft class going to be, you know, as quarterback rich as many people believe it's going to be? And where do you think the strengths of this draft is going to be? Well, I think the, the quarterbacks in, in terms of the draft are probably going to get pushed up a little bit. Maybe some of the other positions aren't quite as strong. I like the cornerback position. I think a lot of the cornerbacks in the draft. Um, I, I definitely think there's some edge rushers. Uh, some Again, you know, last year we, we talked a lot about defensive linemen. I think you're going to get some good running backs in this year's class. I know that's not necessarily a, a sexy position, you know, for people. But receivers, there's a lot of depth at receiver. I mean, heck, you could have three guys from Alabama going the first round from a receiver. So if you start really looking at the depth of the draft, at the skill positions, uh, and, and then at the quarterback position, yeah. I mean, I think that the, the, the class, we talked about, you talked about East and I talked about Love. I mean, those guys, any other year, you know, should be considered potential first-rounders. So a lot of depth in the class, and we talked about the front-end prospect at the top, Young. Uh, that makes it a pretty good class. I'm looking forward to just seeing how it develops. Corey Chavis, DraftNasty.com, college football analyst for CBS Sports. Check him out on the broadcast on Saturday night, Cincinnati and South Florida, uh, 7 o'clock Eastern time on CBS Sports Network. Hey, Corey, thank you for the time this morning. We always appreciate the time and chatting with you. Thanks so much, Corey. No, no doubt, man. I really appreciate y'all having me on, man. Y'all have a great morning, man. Thank you so much. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.